reflect on the topic of positive declarations. This is part three of Faith Walking Principles. What have you given your word to yourself? This conversation was originally recorded in March of 2023. We want to remind you, Faith Walking's mission is to make wholeness possible for individuals, communities, and the world. Visit us at www.faithwalking.us. Join this conversation. I'm happy you're here today for this conversation. If you remember a couple of weeks ago, I started uh, this thing of uh, each week I'm doing kind of a faith walking topic. And we are considering the content of it. I'm trying to put maybe a little bit different spin on it if I can. And I'm also trying to connect it to some scripture. And so today we are going to talk about, you remember in, in module one, uh, we talk about vows. Uh, well, we talk about growing in awareness. And then we talk about vows of uh, being this wound from our past. That, and we've learned ways of protecting ourselves. And then today we're going to talk about positive declarations because positive declarations are one of the tools we use to address our vow. And um, so I think I think there's a there's a lot of depth to this idea of positive declarations. And sometimes people get confused by the depth. And yet at the same time, it's a really simple principle. It's the principle, I believe, of our current reality is our vow. That's who we are and how we are now. This is the thing that triggers me and I keep showing up in this way. That's just current reality. But that's not who and how I want to be. And so what I do is in, in process with God, I discern God's preferred future for my life, and I declare it in a positive declaration that replaces my negative vow. And I find that language to be really helpful because a vision is aspirational, and, and yet it's also if if we use the language of integrity, uh, it's what I've given my word to myself to become. So what have you given your word to yourself to become? And we need those things in our life uh, in, in, in order to do that. And so uh, one of the ways I like to define it, it's, it's funny, Laura, you were talking about, you know, sacrificing for the team and having to take a trip to San Diego. Well, my family and I are doing a road trip to San Diego in July. And yep, Brenda. Can you repeat that sentence? What, what, what have you given yourself? What have you given your word to yourself about? So a positive declaration is really, I'm giving my word to myself that I'm going to become this way, which is my positive declaration. Hi, Alicia. Good to have you, dear. Um, so, so when I say my family and I are taking a road trip to, to San Diego this summer, has it happened yet? No. 
But what does that mean? Well, I've given my word to my family that that's what we're going to do. So what does that mean? Well, we're making preparations. There's things we do now that get us to that, to that thing. We're committed to going. So the first thing we're doing is what? Saving our money because we, get, we have to have money to go. Uh, the second thing we do are making reservations at, for the trip out and making reservations with my sister who lives in Southern California, who we're going to stay several nights with. Uh, it's, it's beginning to think of what are the activities we want to do. So when we give our word to something, it's not just a pipe dream. It's not just a, well, I hope one day maybe we might get to do something. And we know when I give my word to it, I begin to make plans to move in that direction. So that in July, it becomes, it, it is the reality. And so a positive declaration is what we're giving our word to that's aspirational. It may, it may not be reality yet, but we're giving our word to begin working toward that. We give our word to move in that direction. We give our word to what do I need to do to change the habits of my life so that I can begin to be the way that I've given my word to. So our, our words have power. Uh, here in our area, I've seen it uh, as a commercial. And now that uh, our, our local little hamburger place, Whataburger, has been bought, bought out by a Chicago firm, it's, it's getting more national. But there's a, there's a fast food restaurant here in Texas and now going across the country called Whataburger. Uh, for you that don't live here, and it's really popular. It's kind of our Texas thing. It was started in Corpus Christi. Now it's been bought out. But anyway, they had a they have a commercial where uh, where they show in the kitchen this this hamburger being prepared with all the lovely ingredients on it. And one of the things that Whataburger does, they have this this uh, try this piece that has has your number on it and anyway i don't want to get lost in the weeds of that here's the point i want to what i want to make what they say in the commercial is that the minute you order the order you speak into existence that hamburger so is it made yet no but I speak it into existence by what? By, by saying, this is what I want. And, and they're the people that can prepare what I want and they do it. And so a positive declaration is like that. It's like speaking into existence something that's not in existence yet, but that I'm giving my word to myself that I'm going to make happen. And then I do. That's a positive declaration that I've given my word to. That's the way I want to live my life. I want to live a life that's unhurried. And so when I feel anxiety and when I feel like, oh, my gosh, I've got to shovel around and hurry around and, oh, I've got to be anxious, I calm myself by accessing my positive declaration and saying, no, Ken, you've given your word to lead an unhurried life. So is there a difference between... I think he was saying positive declaration and guiding principles. He said there not there isn't a difference. The only the only thing is that the positive declaration you're stating 
you, you know, which your guiding principles is uh, what, what more like a plan, I guess. Yeah, I had that the positive declarations are the what in that the guiding principles are the how. Yeah, the how. That's how I dropped it down. What between the how? Of course, I think I of that like just a, a the plan. opposite, actually. You wrote it down the opposite? Yeah, I have the guiding principle as the what and oh. the positive declaration as the how we get to the what. Oh, well, we need to clarify. We do. I, th I think, <laughs> no, it, it is the how. It is the how. Um, and, and that's why I am saying plan because I equate that with planning, you know, because you don't know how you're going to do something until you start planning it out. Yeah. Um, Y'all know we have to get the right answer. Right. <laughs> because there's only one, there's only one Wait, are you saying you don't we're, trust me and we're clearly triggered oh, by I'm what we're not triggered. sure of here no. i think the right answer is we just need to work on both right right yes well i'm just following up with what ken said this new positive this new uh vow is inner vow that he said that he has to be right he has to have the right answer positive declaration so yeah, I, I always kind of took it more like the positive declaration was a tool that you're using right. the road. That's what it is. Um, right? right. So it's not necessarily, right. but it could be. Yeah. Um, and a guiding principle could be something that you could identify that isn't provoked by a vow. So I want to be generous. And that may not have been ever invoked by a vow, but it's just something that I I've identified in the world and I see it in others and I want that where a, um, the other term that we're just using is used to counteract declaration. Positive declaration is used to counteract the vow because I have a negative declaration that needs a positive declaration to reset that. Um, and it might dissipate over time and not affect my guiding principles at all. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm missing that but that's kind of where i always kind of thought of it in the first place that sounds like a great uh definition for me sean the part i caught was great deborah <laughs> go ahead so ken when we're talking i'm sorry deborah it's okay for for me to write that in faith walking work right for me to write the guiding principle is my personal discipline to write a different way of showing up that is different to what what I'm getting triggered about how I get triggered that whole mm -hmm. inner vow thing mm -hmm. that I got enough of those to work on that for me the general good things it's like oh no I need to work on what my inner vows have done and how they hinder me when I'm in a certain kind of space and I've I'm getting kind of triggered and getting signals. I need to identify why am I getting triggered and how do I show up in these spaces a little differently? So for me, that's the guide, my guiding principle to work on. And can you clarify the how and the, because that's what we were kind of discussing a minute ago, the difference between the positive declaration and the guiding principle. Mm -hmm. And the how? I think the how is 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 really the same. So I, I want to write my guiding principles as positive declarations. This is who I'm declaring I choose to be. So it, it, for me, it comes back in both of these 
we're giving our word to ourselves to become something or to be something. Uh, I, I totally agree. Positive declarations replace negative vows. Positive declarations are about our triggers because we connect them to the vow. But the, the format of how you put them together is the same format that we use when, when it comes to just general guiding principles for our life. So both are about the vision of God's preferred future for my life. How do I want to show up? Who do I want to be? Uh, and what I believe, group, is that we have a number of guiding principles that we don't even need to work on anymore because they've become second nature to us. Yeah, okay, I want to be generous. Yeah, am I generous? Yes, I'm generous. And, and so we, they kind of roll off the front page. I'm convinced we need a kind of a front page of guiding principles slash positive declarations that are the things that we are really needing to focus on today. So if you remember the Jahari's window box, uh, in unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence, and unconscious competence. Y'all remember that? Talking about that in faith walking? Well, uh, so... I believe we need to have written, clear, accessible, in our view, those things that we are trying to live into as consciously competent. Do you understand why? Because, because we're working on them. We're trying to change something. We're trying to be different. Well, somewhere along the way, we get adept at them and we move them into the conscious uh, the unconscious competence place, and we don't have to have them on the front page any longer. I also believe if we're trying to live into too many things, it overwhelms us, and then we get discouraged and defeated. Is that clear? Is that helpful? What other questions do you have? One of the things that I that I find is that you're leaning into, for example, your declaration. And uh, you're, you're you're not there, but you're in in your view. You are making progression. Mm -hmm. so on a scale of say zero to ten, you might be maybe on four or five. But other people who have known you for a while um, address you, and their behaviors are towards where you were lower down the scale mm -hmm. so they have defined you in a particular manner yet mm -hmm. you yourself have moved on mm -hmm. perhaps incrementally so now without actually um shutting them down <laughs> um one needs to say well actually i mean you you may <sighs> This may be a clumsy way of putting it, but it, it's a case of say, well, actually, no, I'm not that. I'm not wholly there, but I'm making progression on it. But the other mm -hmm. person keeps pushing back and mm -hmm. say, well, actually, and they might be laughing or making fun and all that sort of thing. And I, I know about the thing about the boundaries, but how do you deal with uh, pushback when you are of the view that you are actually making progression in a particular way and then you get perhaps let's say discouragement by 
uh, attitudes and perceptions that other people may have, because obviously they don't know the faith walking language and all that sort of thing. Right. Uh, am, is, does that make sense? Um, I, I see you nodding. I over. think so. I think yeah. so, John. I'm trying to listen really carefully. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So let me let me just respond to what I what I hear, and let's mm -hmm. see if if I get it. I, I think if I'm hearing you correctly, so we're do, we're growing. But our but our growth isn't we're we're not making light years every day. We're we're making in, incremental progress. Yep. We know we're making progress. We know what we've given our word to. And yep. somebody says something to us that's deflating, that's discouraging, or like like my wife just incidentally said to me. Yeah, I, I can't believe with all that faith walking work, you could you didn't handle that better. Mm. So here here's what I what I believe is the answer to your question. At least these are the these are the things that have been most helpful for me. So first of all, I have to have dealt with my shame enough mm. to not let that shame me. Mm. So in other words, it's it's a platter of nice shame cookies being offered. Here, have some shame, John. You're mm. not yet. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. You've done this faith walking, man. You're you're in module six now, or what module are you in, John? You're in module six. Yeah. You ought to be doing better. Ought to here. Ought to. That's shame language. Mm. So the first thing is, I have to have shame resistance. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. I've uh, okay. That's shame, and I and I'm not taking it. You're serving it. I, I'm not taking any of it. Right. And 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 the way I don't take any of it is I'm compassionate with myself. Mm. So what I say is you're right. You know, you know what? You're exactly right. I wished I was doing better also. Mm. But I'm but I've given my word to keep living into it. And today. This is the best I can do. Mm. And I'm okay with that. Mm. Now, tomorrow, maybe I'll do better. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be worse tomorrow than I am today. Maybe I'll be better next week. So I don't shame myself. Mm. And I also am compassionate with myself by saying, this is the best I can do today. Mm. But, but I'm still living into becoming better. Mm. Those are the two tools that help me the most. Mm -hmm. Does that address what you were asking? Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that that that's uh, that's very helpful because I mean, when you said uh, there about being compassionate with yourself, I mean, that's sometimes uh, sometimes I find something difficult to do. It might be to do with the, the upbringing and all that sort of thing, um, and that's much of that is in first formation. Um, and I know that I've got one of these sort of like uh, be perfect drivers, which I've had to. I'm actively trying to pull back from that, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, that. You know, that's very helpful. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you what there there is huge power in that phrase, that last phrase that I use. This is the best I can do today. I know more than I can do today, and some days are not as good as other days. There are days when I'm tired and I'm grumpy and I'm impatient and I'm just not very good today. 
but this is the best I can do. So guess what? I don't beat myself up if that's the best I can do. I'm so glad you asked that, John, because I was thinking the exact same thing because I had an encounter this week where, you know, when somebody just thinks that you're just, they don't want to believe any better. They just want to believe that you are this old person. Right. And they're, they're stuck 10, 20 years back there. Yeah. And I I just, I just made it my mind that it, it's their problem. <laughs> it's not going to stop it me is. from progressing. I can't. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, and, and let's come back to the vision language, Brenda. So I have a vision for my life and I'm living into that vision. It's not, I'm not there yet. I haven't arrived yet. I, the vision, I haven't encompassed the vision yet. And what, what that negative person is doing is speaking a vision into your life. That's not the vision you have for your life. Exactly. So, so, okay. But guess what? But they, okay, you get to have that vision for me. But it's, it's not the vision I'm living into. So I'm not going to be defeated by it. I'm not even going to be discouraged by it. I'm not even going to get anxious about it. Because I know the vision I've given my word to, and I know what I'm living into. And I, and you know what else? I know I'm progressing because I see the progress in my own life. There's so, so much power in the writing down. I actually did it this week. And my husband came home. It's like, I had a whole yellow pad, you know, written off, you know, what are the life sucking things? What are the life giving mm-hmm. things? And mm-hmm. man, when I started writing this stuff down, it mm-hmm. literally gave power to the steps of, you know, just kept me going. Right. Good. Good. And, and so I, I don't allow others to speak vision into my life. That is not the vision that, that I believe God's given for me. Uh, unfortunately, folks, again, I remind us all, we live in a shaming culture that if you're not perfect, then we shame you. Well, I'm not, I don't have to, I don't have to take that. You get to be you and you can, you can have a vision for me if you want, but that's not my vision. And so I'm not going to be impacted by your vision for me if your vision is less than, than my vision. I'm living into this vision. One thing also I'm finding is that by me following my guiding principles, mm-hmm. as my, I mean, I, I like last week was really rough. This week started out a little rough, but then it was just like it just started snowballing. The more determined I got to do what I put my word to, mm-hmm. um, even though there were certain someone's that were like, no, you can just take a break from this. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But I promised myself and mm-hmm. what it has done is it's caused a snowball effect of uh, just like even with my spouse, like he's starting to just follow <laughs> and it's amazing. Even when we've upset each other or said something mm-hmm. that wasn't so kind, the apologies, we're asking what, what just triggered that. Yeah, good, good, Brenda. Something, something you said just stirred this thought. So so go back to my Whataburger illustration. The minute you ordered it, you spoke it into existence. Well, what if somebody comes through the kitchen when you when you lay that fresh patty on the grill and it's just starting to fry and somebody looks at that and says, man, that doesn't look very good. That meat's raw. Where, where are the onions and where's the tomato and where's the lettuce and where's the bun? Well, that comes later. We just started. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The hamburger's coming. <laughs> It's coming. It's just not ready yet. And 
And so don't let people defeat you when you're trying to grow and live. If, if they see, well, wait, but your meat's raw. Well, yeah, it's raw, but guess what? We hadn't flipped it over yet. It's going to fry on that side too. We just hadn't got there yet. I'm not, I'm laughing at the Whataburger thing because when <laughs> I moved from Georgia to Texas, that was the first thing I did was look for a Whataburger drive through <laughs> Oh my goodness. I like that analogy. Yeah, I've been stirred up all week um, because, so I thought, I thought I'm really doing well last week and things were going smoothly. And Friday afternoon, I was to work at the food pantry. Um, and there's a there's an individual who's actually, she's the director of the food pantry, who can be very difficult to work with. And so I was prepared for that, I thought. Um, I had been praying for her and for me, and I was mentally prepared. And and we worked outside because nobody had power in the, in the area here. So the church didn't have electricity. We had put together food boxes for people. And working outside in in maybe 28 degree weather for two hours was a little uncomfortable, but it was okay. <laughs> um, my toes were really cold, but otherwise I was really dressed for it. And I was looking forward to going to dinner with my friends afterwards because we have a Friday night dinner group. And one of the women there, you know, in, in module six language, I know she's one of my Lazaruses. I had, I had just been through two hours of being cold and this individual, this, this Lazarus for, for lack of her name, jumped on me for a couple of things. Um, the first one was, eh, it was okay. I didn't like it, but I could take it and it was fine. And I didn't, I wasn't gonna let it really affect me. The second one, when she just snapped at me, my, my thought was, okay, I'm ready to go home. I don't need this. I, I don't wanna stay here. This was really unkind and uncalled for. And uh, the, our hostess, who um, is, is a very gracious woman, noticed my, well, everybody noticed what happened because it was at a table with seven of us. Um, but, but Carmen reached over immediately and grabbed my hand under the table. But I really <laughs> wanted to flee and I stayed. Um, and I've been thinking about why my initial reaction was so strong that I just, I've had enough, I wanna go home. Mm -hmm. What was it that triggered that so that I can have a positive declaration to fight that the next time Lazarus has something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, to say? Mm -hmm. And that's that's where I've been in, in all of this conversation. What was it shame? Was I ashamed? What, I'm not sure. I still am mm -hmm. not quite sure what it was that really triggered that reaction, but it was yeah. it was strong. Um, I get it, Judith, and and I love the work you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're you're so you're asking the right question and you're doing the work. Now, now, just be patient and let it, and it'll come to you. So even as you were saying it, and I'm sure you know this, but okay, I got anxious because of what she said, and my immediate reaction was, I want to get out of here. Yeah. So yeah. so that's distancing and cut off. Right. So when I get anxious in this environment, my tendency is to cut off. Yep. But through whatever means, you didn't do what you were tempted to do. Yeah, no, I didn't. And you stayed. So what did you get triggered by? What was it that got stirred up? Maybe, maybe it's just rude behavior. Okay. Well, maybe 
there's an appropriate boundary that I need to create. Yeah. In this group, there's the balance between a boundary and grace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you get to decide. Yeah. And, and so by grace, I hear what I hear in that is I'll just take it this time and give them grace. Right. Well, well then just own that decision then. Okay. You know what? I'm yeah, giving, that's what I'm, I giving have to do. I'm giving her a freebie, which, which means I'm not, I'm not going to get angry about it and I'm not going to get worked up about it. I'm actually giving it up. And if I can't give it up, then, then you'll, you'll remember my questions about what do I need to do to get complete here? Because I'm incomplete. I, I love that. I love all you're doing, Judith, all that's good work. And, and, and here's the thing. And that's not a setback. <laughs> no, no, I didn't see it as a setback. Yeah, good. It's just one more step in the process. That's it. It's, it's just the latest thing. I mean, right. this, so here's the thing. Same thing happens to me. I'll be somewhere, be in a group. Be, I get triggered by my anxiety, something. And I want to just say, man, I'm, I'm just going home. I don't have to sit here and put up with this garbage. And so then I, then I coach myself. So you're coaching yourself. And, and that for me is the, the victory. So way to go. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And keep processing. Group, yeah. I need to go. We've got a few more minutes, but I need to go today. All right? For more information about faith walking, visit www.faithwalking.us. We want to remind you that faith walking exists because of your financial support. Please consider giving at faithwalking.us backslash donate. Thank you for listening.